I was at the gym the other morning and someone had come up to me and asked if I would take a progress picture for her. After we'd finished those, we started chatting and I was learning a little bit about her health journey. She was so proud of how far she'd come. She was telling me how her mental health improved, the weight she had lost, all of the amazing progress she had seen. I see her consistently almost every single morning at the gym. She has been dedicated as heck for an entire year. And we're pumped up and we're bouncing off each other's energy and we're sharing the love. And I love seeing other females in the gym getting strong and lifting weights and taking up space. And we had this energy and we're just vibing and it was like, yes. And then she did it. She did this one freaking thing. Welcome back to Well With Michelle, where we find a holistic approach to habits and discipline. It kills me when I see hardworking humans going after their desires without seeing those epic results. Let's shift that scrambled, rushed, and overwhelmed day into effective action to get the thing done. We have big dreams and we plan to accomplish them in this community, while we also make space for all of life's little joys. Come on, friend, let's grow. Hey yo, welcome back my friends. Happy Wednesday. We're about a week and a half into 2024. Quick check-in. How we feeling? Is this year feeling abundant so far? I was talking to my sister-in-law over the holidays and she was telling me that 2024 is going to be extremely abundant because four can be divided into eight. And obviously we know that eight is the number of abundance of money. So Keep that mindset in through 2024. Invite all that delicious abundance and not just financial abundance, but accepting your dreams, healing your traumas, going after your dreams, your hobbies, that person you like, whatever it is, let this be an epic, epic year because the universe has got your back. And we just came out of that moon, right? That 15 year moon that was like, oh yeah, it's going to be a little shit for a bit. And I know for a lot of us, it's been extremely tough. And then, of course, obviously we had the big C. And last year, financially, was tough on people. Like, the cost of living was bananas. And that that can scar us a little bit. That can block our abundance. That can change our energy to believe that we can't have the thing. We can't do the thing. But what if we grasp onto that little glimmer And let it be a motivating factor that, hey, 2024, universe has got my back. It's always got my back, but there's some magic. There's some peace. There's some ease. There's abundance in this year for me. All right. Now, speaking of the year ahead, as you may or may not have expected, I didn't do anything to do with goals or um, resolutions or any of that. You won't see that on any of my content on Instagram. You didn't hear a podcast about it. And that's because it's really been quite widely studied, right? That resolutions are not successful. I think the average resolution is kept for 10 days, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like that's not looking really good. And one of my favorite things that I started doing a couple years ago is instead choosing a word for the year and then letting that word be my guiding light for the year. So instead of saying, hey, I am going to earn a million dollars in my business, I instead last year say my words, they were presence and authenticity. So every time I was with a client, 
I made sure that I was present and authentic. When I was building a program, I was present and authentic. I was there doing just that one thing. I wasn't trying to jump all over the place. I wasn't trying to be somebody else. I was here sharing my gifts in this moment. And I kind of like that because it doesn't box us in, right? It allows us to continue to grow, to develop. Because you know what? Our goal in January, as we morph, as we grow, by July, that goal might not fit you anymore. But then you might feel kind of tied to that goal because you're a committed person. You know this. We're high performers in this community. We say we're going to do something. We're going to do it. But then it almost becomes a pride thing that you keep doing that thing that's no longer aligned with you because January, Michelle, and July, Michelle, better not be the same freaking person or I'm not doing something right. I want to be expanding. I want to be growing. I want to be changing. So what do you think about that? Take it or leave it. There's so many wonderful ways to go after what you most desire, but that's an approach that's really worked for me. Okay. So now that we have a little guidance on, Hey, maybe this is how we want to try to approach 2024. I want to get in to the entire point of this episode. I want to get in to the thing that this girl at the gym did after we were vibing, after we were chatting, after we were celebrating hard work, consistent progress, and taking back control of our lives. And my friend, listen, if you're kind of not focusing right now because you're doing the dishes or you're driving, you've zoned out, just, just come back to me for a second and hear this. Because this is a promise that we in this community, we need to promise to give up this thing in 2024. And once we make this promise to each other, I'm going to share with you the power move of 2024, which is more or less the exact opposite of this thing that we are going to give up. All right, let's name our new gym buddy, Naya. So after Naya was telling me how she had changed her life, she had improved her mental health tenfold, which is why she started her gym journey in the first place. She knew, you know what, this isn't working. I got to take back control of my life. My mental health is absolute shit. She shows up at the gym at 4 a.m. every morning for over a year. I see her all the time and she's finishing up as I'm getting there at about five. And after all this progress, all this change, all this strength, building this confidence, building this resilience, building this undeniable excuse that I'm going to create my best version. I am where I am and that's completely in my control. That's completely in my power. And after all this magic, she says, but I'm still a little chunky. I still got this and grabbed her stomach. I'm not ripped. Stop this immediately. Let me tell you why this is such an unserving pattern. And it's not so much about the words. It's not so much about calling herself chunky. It's not saying that she hasn't done enough because she still has things she doesn't deem as perfect for her standard. It's not about being ripped. We know that the most ripped, shredded, low body fat percentage people are not the healthiest, especially for women. And overall, this this message is mostly for women, but definitely some men can relate to this. We take something incredible that we've done. And then we downplay it because subconsciously we feel guilty 
to take up space, to be proud, or to be confident. Watch this. Watch some of the ways that we do this and see if any of them relate to you. So say you did an after, you know, you, you absolutely crushed a presentation at work. You've been working really hard on it. You've consistently researched it. You, you know, figured out exactly what that client needed and built it for them. And after the presentation, after the close, people are coming up to you and saying, Hey, congratulations. Amazing work. You went above and beyond. You understood exactly what that client needed. You understood exactly the presentation that needed to come in order to solve X problem. And how common is it for a woman's response to be, oh, it was nothing. Okay, how about this one? You buy a fabulous outfit and you work hard for your money and you knew you wanted that outfit and you bought it. And then the next time someone sees you and goes, oh, that outfit, it is fabulous. How quick are you to say, oh, thanks. Yeah, I got it on sale. Because God forbid, as a woman, you spend lavishly on an outfit that you worked hard and saved for. No, no, no. That would be inappropriate because women are supposed to only give. Women aren't supposed to receive so much. It's a preconditioning and it's built pretty deep into a lot of us. How about this? You're an amazing mom. You're an amazing partner. You're an amazing colleague. And when someone mentions that, when someone acknowledges that, your sister sees you and says, oh my gosh, you're doing an amazing job. You're running a business and you're raising two of the sweetest angel babies I ever did meet. How often is it that women divert to, yeah, but did you see how much better Nancy did X? You see how much better Nancy's cookies were at the bake sale? Did you see how much better her presentation was at work? And she's got kids at home too. In so many ways, women have this tendency to deflect celebrating what they've accomplished. And I know a little bit in the modern world today, it's uh, people are getting too rewarded. They're rewarding for just kind of being alive and breathing. And now I don't agree with that. And that's just my opinion. It doesn't make it right or wrong. That's just my opinion. When you have earned something like changing your entire body to gain back your mental health, no one can do that for you. No one can make you get up when that alarm goes off. No one can get you to get into that cold shower. No one can get you to lift those weights, stretch your body, hydrate, nourish with enough protein to build those muscles. No one can get you to get enough sleep to rest and recover, to build that body you love, to clear your brain, to help your mental state. You had to do that. And this wonderful human standing across from me at the gym had the nerve to reject the amazing accomplishment that she had achieved. She stole that from herself because we're so used to deflecting. We're so used to saying, I'm not doing enough. Oh, this is, it's fine. Did you see how someone else did it? As women, we need to start standing together, celebrating how hard that woman is working over there and then celebrating how hard you're working over here. 
celebrating that that hardworking woman is also taking rest when she needs it and celebrating when you do the same. So here, let's get into it. How are we going to start doing this? How are we going to start to change this deeply, generationally engraved habit into all of us? All right, be prepared because it's going to throw you off for a second when I say it. And then we're going to get into the reasoning behind it. As women, to start to break, in my opinion, one of the worst habits that we have is we need to learn to know when to stop talking. Now, stay with me here. I learned in this podcast last year, and it really, really stuck with me. And this expert was talking about how men have to negotiate differently than women at work. And how women have this terrible tendency to continue talking after they've laid out the number, you know, the salary increase. Uh, They asked for more vacation time. After they proposed remote work, women have this tendency to add too much when stating what they want, which got me thinking. Women have a tendency to talk too much after mentioning something they're proud of in the same way. Learning to stop talking after asking what you want or sharing what you've accomplished is essential for two reasons. Let's talk about them. One, we lose out on so much by over-talking. Now, let me give you some examples of that. I was listening to a finance podcast and, oh, what is it called? I want to shout it out because it's really excellent. Um, Oh, Her First 100K. I love Tori Dunlap is her name. If you're looking to expand your finances, get a grasp on them, be in control of your financial life, strongly recommend her pod. I love it. So she was talking about how because women don't ask for what they want or because they're also grossly underpaid, also because they take on tasks at work that are not payable, things like organizing the social, setting up the Christmas decorations, They are losing progress in their careers that men are gaining. And because of these gaps, they are losing out on an average of a million dollars. Now, how does that add up? Because they are getting less invested into, say, their uh, 401k in the States or your retirement savings funds here. You are earning less, so your company is matching less. Therefore, not only is your paycheck less, your investments are less, which are growing over time. When we don't know when to stop talking after we say something we're proud of, we diminish what we've just accomplished. We diminish that we've just gone through an incredibly tough schooling curriculum and you did it while working full time and raising your kiddos. You diminish that you showed up and you changed your physical health and your mental health by going to the gym, by picking up kickboxing. I'm getting riled up. I want you to live your best life, my friend. I'm feeling real passionate about this one because I want you to win. I want you to succeed at your highest level. And in this community, you're already achieving at such a high level. That's why you're here. That's why you hang out. 
You're continuing to reach that next level. And I want you to get everything you deserve for everything you do to create this reality. When we lose out, not only do we lose out, but the people around us lose out in so many different ways. Other people aren't able to learn from you because you aren't sharing just how gifted you are because you're trying to downplay because you're trying to play small because you don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable that you are doing the thing. I watched someone that's very close to me and they work very hard and they have no idea what their worth is and they're an entrepreneur and they do not charge enough for what they do. And I've talked to them multiple times and they can't get their head around it. And that would take a lot more deep work. That would be committing to going to the therapy, changing, working on the inner child. And everyone's on a different point in their journey. And it's not always the right time for people. But it's because that person's been conditioned to not ask for their worth, to just play small, to just get by. But the fact of the matter is, is that person not asking for what they deserve is not only affecting them, but it's also affecting their family because they're not able to give as much to their family because they're not asking for what they're worth. When women have more money, when women play to their strengths and share them and are allowed to show them, amazing things happen. As women, we need to start getting more comfortable with showing what we're really good at, with taking up space, with being okay to have money, with being okay to have power in certain areas. Look at um, Mackenzie Scott. She is Jeff Bezos's ex-wife. And since they got divorced, she has donated over half of her net worth. Half. I have no idea what her net worth is, but that's a lot of freaking money. This is what happens when women are allowed to take up space. It's going to be tough, but learning to shift that mindset from I'm not too much. I'm not taking up too much space. I'm not being conceited to talk about what I'm strong at, what I've accomplished. And flipping the narrative and going, I am doing a disservice by not sharing it. I am doing a disservice by not asking for the raise I deserve because it sets the standard that women can continue to settle for the less wage than men for doing equal the amount of work. Now, number two. Number two of why it's so essential to learn to stop talking is one, we want to stop losing out. And two, you are playing down how incredible you are. Now, we've already discussed how that's affecting you out and the people around you, right? Playing down who you are. But even worse than that, what we tell our brains, our brains believe. Repetition rewires the brain. We know that. That is clear in neurobiology that repetition rewires the brain. So if you are constantly downplaying what you've accomplished, you start to believe that you've accomplished less. 
When you start to believe that you are less than what you are, you are showing up as less than what you are. You are not sharing your gifts with the world. You are on this planet for a very specific reason. And in this community, we are either already knowing what we want and going after it or actively looking for it. So we want to make sure we know exactly how worthy we are. So we are going for things that are exactly as worthy, if not more worthy than we are. So here it is. You know that power move I talked about at the beginning of the episode? Here's your power move of 2024. It's the silent pause. Did that pause make you uncomfortable? Did you maybe even pick up your phone and think the episode had glitched? Are you comfortable with the pause? Are you comfortable with having a conversation and staring at somebody dead in the eye for, say, one, two, three seconds? This move is our power move of 2024, ladies. And any of my amazing gentlemen that are listening to, if you overtalk, if you knock down your incredible, incredible value by over-explaining yourself, you are losing out. So here's how we're going to do this. Here's how we're going to get comfortable with the silent pause. I want to talk to you about some facts about it first. Whoever asks the most questions in a conversation controls the conversation. But when you have long pauses after either one of you have spoken, the other person is going to have a tendency to begin to feel uncomfortable and start to fill the gap. There's the real power. Notice how the tendency of women currently is to fill the gap. No, no, my friend. We are taking that power back this year. Get comfortable with the pause. If it takes you counting to three in your head, do it. Now, I know for a lot of people that one feels like it's going to distract them. And you're going to be like, no, I'm just going to be counting to three. I'm going to forget what I said before the three. No problem. Do this one instead. Take a big breath. And it doesn't need to be a big dramatic breath that the person across from you is going, what are you doing? Are you okay? Why are you breathing so deeply? But in your body, recognize that you are taking a slow, intentional breath. Take back power. And two things can happen here when we do that. One, the other person starts to share more. It's an opportunity to get to know somebody else a little bit more. It's an opportunity to let them say their last little piece that maybe they haven't ever been able to say. Maybe we're flipping it around and talking about the opposite sex right now. Men tend to talk a lot less than women. We know that. Maybe by us taking those pauses... Our partners, our brothers, our dads start to share more because we're talking less. And in the meantime, we're learning to take back our power by being okay, being the one silently staring and absorbing. And number two, the reason that this can really help. These moments provide us clarity. If you say 
you know what? I'm worth more. I want a 10 K raise this year. Here are the things that I've done over the last six months. I'd like to work on the next six months on a developmental improvement plan so that I can show you why I am worth that raise in the following six months. That's another topic for another day. How to ask for a raise as a woman. Don't ask for a raise the way that men ask for a raise. We need to do it different because of society. That's fine. We all play to our strengths. We'll do another episode about that. But in those moments, those pauses, you gain clarity. You just ask for something. Your palms might be sweaty, knees weak, arms heavy. But you pause. And it's going to be that moment of clarity to go, shut up, Michelle. Just stop talking. You asked for what you want. You celebrated what you accomplish. Now it's on them. Their reaction, their comment, whatever's appropriate to this scenario. There it is, my friend. Your power move of 2024 to kick one of the worst female habits. I say that there is. The power pause, being okay with the silence, taking back control so that you stop losing out and you stop programming yourself to believe that what you are accomplishing, what you are doing in this world is less than the absolute magic that it truly is. Love you lots, my friend. Let's talk next Wednesday. My friend, thanks so much for sticking around. I have something really important to ask you. Are you tired? Tired of putting in the work? You're showing up, you're doing the thing. But the way you're currently living is creating a shell of a human. You're on autopilot and honestly you're just unsure of when to say enough is enough. Let's look at the simple actions that we can take daily so that at the end of the day you feel accomplished as opposed to just numb with tasks. In just 15 minutes a day, you can learn to take the actions that are essential in your life. You cut out the fluff that's stealing all your time to make space for the things you love. What if you could still go after your big audacious goals and dreams, but also be able to slow down and get ice cream with your nieces or stop over to see your parents, to be able to sit down and have a chill night with your partner again? It's time to take back control, and we're going to do it in 15 minutes or less. Join the No Fuss Academy today. Learn how to optimize your day-to-day to stop that constant feeling of rush and instead find the actions that are filled with passion and purpose. We're making our days more effective, not to add more crap to our to-do list, but instead make space to laugh and create and move and get back to living your good life. Sign up today. You can find more details in the show notes below. I can't wait to see you on the No Fuss Academy.